This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Welcome to I Will Watch Anything Once. Hello, listeners. Hey. <laughs> Connie uh, is very sad, and that's because this is the final episode of I Will Watch Anything Once. Oh, it's morbid. <laughs> <laughs> it's morbid. Death is morbid. Yeah. Uh, but it's time for this podcast to die, um, and have uh, we'll have other great things coming in the future. Um but it's still a great episode. Mm-hmm. So even though this is the last, continue to listen. We have a great guest. Yeah. Great episode. Great conversation. Uh, just a reminder, though, even though this podcast is ending, you can help out all the great podcasts on the Boardwalk Audio Network by clicking that big button on the website that says support our artists. That will direct you to Amazon.com. There you can make your normal purchases, um, make your holiday purchases by doing this. Then the podcasts get a small kickback, but it costs you nothing. So you can keep... Um, podcasts coming to your ears that are great and entertain you um we thought for this final episode we're just going to talk about the top just talk about um the movies we've seen um in 2017 just kind of sort of try to do a a, a recap of what we liked and what we hated Mm -hmm. in this year in 2017 yeah there is so many movies it was very easy to forget but uh there's um some memorable ones that stuck out to me um uh, not necessarily for good reasons. <laughs> uh, Which are what? What's first um, thing coming to mind? The first one that comes to mind is Mother. Well, yeah, Mother was one of the movies that we absolutely hated, that both was, of us. It's just like Shudder. It's terrible. And then um, another one, we didn't see this together, but we did talk about this already. Uh, uh-huh. uh Donald cried. Donald cried. We did an episode on it. Yeah, and apparently it is a, a 2017 release. Apparently, yeah, for the public. Yeah, and what's weird is I periodically still think about this movie and get a little annoyed. Oh no! Yeah, Donald made you cry. Yeah, and just like like shake my head more like, and um, oh, oh uh. Uh, this one I have, I actually have mixed feelings about the more I think about it. Ooh. Wonder Woman. Uh, I, I, I'm not, okay. This, I'm always, I always stay away from it, but you, I'm willing to talk about it. <laughs> I did not like Wonder Woman. Reason? And I just had to, what? Reason? Um, I don't think it's well, I don't think it's the script. Mainly it's the script. I think the script has I issues. I it dragged. Uh, it was a very boring movie. I thought it was slow as there, hell. There was literally too much slow-mo. Yeah. I, and I think it's that DC way that they're trying to make those movies and I just yeah, don't like I the feel style. Like it was, well, they couldn't do this, but if Marvel had done it, I feel like it would have been a better movie. Yeah. I think they have a more of a handle on how to make these movies. And when they vary it up genre-wise, it even mm-hmm. has helped them further. But Wonder Woman... Um, I just didn't think it was great. Um, one, and I don't, I, per, I personally didn't like their choices with her character mm-hmm. wise or that the, the Island of women. Yeah. Cause they made them women that were like from old, like they went with the idea that like, oh, they're, they're, they're not aware of the modern world. Uh-huh. And I didn't like that because I think that it, other people found it fun and entertaining that she didn't know how the world worked, and I mm-hmm. hated that. I want. I wish she would have had a higher in, 
a high, high, more higher intelligence mm-hmm. because then I think that world would have been stronger. I like the idea personally that they're like so aware of the world that we're like, yeah, we're aware of the way you work. Mm-hmm. We want nothing to do with it. So we're going to live on this island mm-hmm. the way we think the world, the world can benefit better. Mm-hmm. Like a choice not to have technology versus yeah. just being locked away from it. Yeah. And like th- and her like, I don't know what this is, sort of for me felt like they it was it wasn't really consistent. It was based on if they wanted a joke or not. Yeah. Cause I didn't like how you swung from uh she didn't know what a husband was or something like marriage. Yeah, that but was then a bit she much. had read a fucking book about sex, um, like eight, 12 volumes. And it was like, that's just a joke. It doesn't, mm-hmm. but it doesn't add up. Cause I mean, I get sex and marriage are two different things, mm-hmm. but I was like, I just, the fact that you know so much about one thing and then the other thing is completely like, I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what a watch is. Cause I need, we need to make a dick joke in this movie. J- Jimmy Stewart's here. Yeah. I didn't, I don't uh, like that about her. Yeah. I thought they, they, they leaned into that too much for me. Mm-hmm. And it, I was just like, make her just fucking no shit. Well, it's tough because cool her origin is she comes from an island of just women. Yeah. But they're also smart. Yeah. But they also don't deal with men at all. And what's tricky is that like, cause it's not like the rules of like, let's say Thor mm-hmm. where they have a, a whole society and stuff, but it's just from another universe. Uh, hers, it's like, no, there's chunks of stuff that are missing. Like they don't know how to interact with the opposite sex. Yeah. And so it's a little strange. And, um, my, I had qualms with the movie too. Uh, I, I appreciate as a whole, I mean, I give the movie a solid B, but the thing is, the reason I won't rave about it is because one, I thought the character for Wonder Woman was a little flat and that's an issue with a lot of comic book movies. They're like, no, 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 no. We empower the woman. I'm like, yeah, she's physically very strong. Great job. What's the most memorable thing about her personality? I agree 100%. That's why I don't, in the in Wonder Woman, why the shopping scene is just like great. You lean into like the cliche and then she's strong. Yeah. Um, I think Gal Gadot did her best. For sure. But um, yeah. I think Patty Jenkins did a good job with the material she had. She, uh, but the, the movie itself, I remember I was sitting in it and I remember to text someone that I was going to be late. And that's not a good sign because <laughs> like if I'm literally looking to look at my watch. And, yeah, that's always a bummer. Yeah, because and I think it was during a battle scene, too, because I, I remember thinking, how long is this movie? Because here's the thing. Um, I saw a movie recently, Star Wars, and I remember thinking, how long is this movie? But I didn't look at my watch. Right. Because I remember like I'm like, oh, Abrams, you're so good at pacing. But with with Wonder Woman, I'm like another slow mo scene. And yeah, then, I don't like the slow mo stuff. Yeah, and so because because here's the thing: normally when you slow down, it's because oh they're about to do an amazing move. But I'm like, if you do it for every move, what's the amazing move? Yeah, and, it's not a highlight. It's not. Yeah, I agree with you on that. And I also just didn't like that it became that a man like oh the man taught me how to love in the end. Mm-hmm. I hated that. I was just like, uh, you, you, you undermined to me, like, 
what could have made more like mm-hmm. and again rather than just really digging in and giving her a bit more strong character they just went with f- a fucking bull- like cliches <sighs> that just seemed to be the problem with a lot of like yeah. how women are being written period yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. I kept my mouth shut because I was like, everybody's raving about it and loving no, it. And I, I, I get, get it. why no, it's important. If, if I was a dude, I'd be like, uh, not, nothing to say here. <laughs> yeah, I was um, just like, yeah, cool. I saw it. <laughs> I want another thing from a personal woman's level. Like, um, I was watching it with that female friend of mine, and when we when we got to the island of the Amazons, she looks at me, and they're like, they're all supermodels, and I'm like, yeah. I mean, from a marketing standpoint, I understand why you did that. But as an audience member, I'm like, oh, that's okay. One, if you're 5'11 and you weigh 111 pounds, you are not going to be great in battle. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, you're totally right. I think that's the the problem with a lot of like just castings in general right now is I feel like that it's a lot of just it's it's these be- it is model looks mm-hmm. and i don't we it's it's fun to when you start to see big movies have people that have interesting faces mm-hmm. like i got to give it to star wars a lot of interesting faces in that like big ray movie. it looks like she can fight yes but then she has an interesting she doesn't look like a perfect model either yeah yeah and like Poe um, po Dameron played by Oscar Isaac. He's a unique face. Mm-hmm. You have a lead with an older, like two older women. Yeah. That are like, have like, I don't know. I just want to see more of that in the mainstream. Yeah. It's just like when you, when I wish Hollywood understood that when you choose a bunch of models, it, it takes away some texture from the movie and your story. It becomes, it's distracting and it takes you out of it almost a little bit because like this was an issue I had with three billboards. The fact that Woody Harrelson's wife was so like, she looked like she stepped out of a perfume ad. It was distracting and uh, it yeah. was weird. And, and she didn't fit in with the rest of the story. And I'm like, what, what, what happened here in terms of casting? And like, granted she was trying her best with her accent. And I was just like, I, you come on. No, I agree. I mean, that's one of my other big issues is like, don't we keep doing in Hollywood? I say we, like I have control, but like, mm-hmm. stop it, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I would if I could. Uh, but where you see a lot of older men, their counterparts are always like 10, 20 years younger. Mm-hmm. You never see. And it's, it's a, uh, there's a lot of problems in there because it's also giving into this lie that we've been told that men age well and women don't. And it's like, that's absolutely wrong. Mm-mm. It's totally false. It's just general that some people age well, some people don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes I want the person that doesn't age well because they have a, a face that will look good on camera. Yeah. It's going to show age. Like they're. I'm trying to think there's just, I love Like, that's why I think Frances McDormand works so well. She has yeah. a face that shows time and like experience on it. Yeah. But it's at the same time still pretty. Yeah. Uh, oh, and that's another thing. Another reason I was so excited to see the shape of water, the lead character, um, oh, her name escapes me, but she's this British actress. Yes. I know who you're talking about. And she's, and they could Sally have gone, Hawkins. Yes. Yes. They could have gone with a really young model looking girl, but they didn't. They went with a woman who was a little older with an interesting face on top of that. And I remember thinking, this is so great. Well, I haven't seen it. Well, the, well, just based on the previews, I remember thinking there is something captivating about this woman's face. I would agree with you on that. She's very, she's good. 
I and like the her. fact that she's older, it adds some weight to her story because she's not some young girl who's a mute. Like she's an older woman, almost 40. And just like when you see her pining over this creature, it just makes you feel for her. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I need to see it. But she also has a gorgeous body, too. Yeah. <sighs> but, but like we need yeah. different we need different. Diversity is on top of race. It's mm-hmm. so much other like yeah. physical shape, everything. We yeah. need more. And also, I'm just one of like uh, like stories that don't like. I really badly, you know, Jason, Jacob Wysocki. Yeah. I would add Lou Wilson to this. I would love to write an action movie mm-hmm. where those two guys are the stars mm. and you never talk about that they're bigger men. You never make it a joke yeah. of like, oh, they're not capable. Like, or yeah. even, don't even show a character go, I'm surprised they can do this. It's yeah. just, they can. They're capable. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing that I liked about the movie The Heat with that wasn't this year, but it was with Melissa McCarthy and Sandra yeah. Bullock. It was I highly enjoyed it. But the thing is, like Melissa McCarthy, she's bigger, but that's never the joke. Yes. The joke is that she ha- she's very brassy. And um there's this crazy line in the beginning where she's chasing down a, a suspect and the guy's like uh, you're hassling me because I'm black, and she's like, "Hey, nine out of the ten of the guys that I fuck are black." <laughs> and it's just so intense and brassy, and I was like, "Oh my god, I love this movie. Yeah, she's dude. so crazy." Well, yeah, that's Kitty Dippold writing good character when mm-hmm. she gets the chance. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the long intro. I think it mainly became about <laughs> Wonder Woman and the shape of things. We, we had really a lot get, of thoughts. We had a lot of thoughts, which is great. Um. We didn't get to the rest of the movies. I still love <laughs> Get Out. I will say that. Oh, yeah, Get Out was so I really good. D- I think it might end up in my favorite number one slot still, because uh-huh. I don't think anything really has knocked it down. It Things are equal to it, but I think it's it just it just has a place that it's I'm like... It's such a unique oh. movie. Yeah, and it, I rewatched it recently just at home, and when it, I was like, this movie's doing the same things for... like It's holding its ground and mm-hmm. doing this... And causing me the same like effect yeah. at home, and I was like, yeah. Jordan Peele made a fucking great movie. Yeah, and it's visually gorgeous. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Yes, I agree. And there's other things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, you have any one last other movie? My friend Dom, or if you get a chance, check it out. All right, cool. Um, but we're gonna get to this final episode with our wonderful guest, who is a huge Wonder Woman fan. <laughs> <laughs> she has a tattoo. <laughs> I forgot. I know. As we were talking, I was like, I wonder if she'll listen to this and be like, yeah. "Those bastards, <laughs> <laughs> fuck them." But regardless of our opinions, we love our guest. Uh, very funny. Um, one of the funniest friends we got, um, delightful opinions on everything, um, wonderful writer, but let's get to it with Joan Ford. Connie hates that when I do that. Well, Connie, this is the last time you're ever gonna have to hear me. I don't hate it. It's just it's like when you start your car and you're not, you don't remember what volume you left the radio at. It's just like I'm always always left at fucking (laughs) fifty. Yeah, Uh, but that is the last time you're gonna have to hear me say "All right." Sad now. Oh, that's all okay. That's okay. That's okay. We have we're we're gonna do future things. Mm -hmm. It's just not gonna be here. Mm -hmm. Um. 
But hello, listeners. This is one of your co-hosts, Mark David Christensen, and this is Connie Shen. Yes, um, this is our final episode. Um, this will be the last time you'll probably talk about it being the final. You probably just listened to an intro about us sobbing over the final episode, <laughs> so you're hearing it again. But we have a wonderful guest with us for the final episode. I've wanted her on since the beginning, uh, so there's no way I wasn't going to go out without having her. Joan Ford. Hi guys. <laughs> yeah. I've been on before technically. Technically, I was, I was, cameo. A cameo yeah, in the I Halloween. Like a, I was like a pop on. I was a but walk I, on. Yeah. Yeah. You are. This is you being uh, an official, official guest. guest. Yeah. I was just uh, a and you, you know special guest star. And I think we had maybe over a year had locked Talk. in. Yes. This particular double feature. Yeah. We've been talking about it for like for like maybe over a year. And yes. And I can't quite remember. Why we this double other like there's some obvious reasons, but I can't quite remember why this double feature in particular. Uh, I, I think the double feature came from, and we'll get to the answers for this, but you settling on the Goofy movie, yes, and I knew that one was locked in for quite a while, and then I just hadn't scheduled you, and then so I was keeping that one. I think I even had some people pitch Goofy movie. Yeah, if I went through emails, I could find them, and I had to knock. I had to shoot it down because I was like, Jonah yeah, has to that. shoot it down. Shoot <laughs> and then down. I think the last time I talked to you about it, yeah. you're like Goofy movie, but then you were like, oh, but maybe Space Jam, and I was like, I haven't seen that either. Right. And then it went. Then we didn't talk about scheduling for a while. And then as we came up to this final episode, I was like, I haven't seen both. Yeah. Why not fucking do two, a double feature? Two huge bond, blind spots in your cultural literacy. <laughs> yeah. Time to knock them out in one foul swoop. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. like shocked when I found out you hadn't seen either one. I yes. was like, really? Because everybody is either a Space Jam person or a Goofy movie person. It's weird to meet someone who's neither. I know. Real, yeah. real. Right. Like Stones or Beatles. Goofier, Never was a Stones or Beatles jam. guy either. Uh, goofy movies, the Beatles, for people that don't know. Yes, I I'd agree with that. I would 100% agree, agree with that. We'll get to that differential. Um, but um, also, I think I was just because I had, I think I grew up with Ninja Turtles so much. Yes. And I think by the time these movies came out, I was either moved on to like just loving. I've loved movies from a very young age. Mm. And I think I'd already moved on to really wanting to watch live action. Right. Mm. And even if they're, and we'll learn about how I felt about it now, but regardless of quality or anything, it was just, that's what I want. It was live action mm. over anything. Mm-hmm. And I don't think my parents were taking me to cartoons at that yeah. time or animated movies at that time. And I didn't come back into the swing until later of going like, oh, I like animation yeah. as, a, as an adult or at older age. Mm-hmm. And like Michael Jordan and Wayne Knight were just not enough live action well, for this is you. also i mean we'll get we're gonna split up this but yeah our first movie is space jam um and before i move on because i want to talk about why i think it's shocking that i didn't see this movie because i had a poster of plot michael jordan in my bedroom growing up oh, shocking. huge yeah and and but i was talking to connie earlier about this so i was like i think maybe i was just it was part of those zeitgeist as a kid to be into basketball oh, yeah. and sports and i felt like I look back and I'm like, I don't think I was that really into Michael Jordan other than it, it felt like I was supposed to because I had Jordan shoes with my brother. Yeah. You know, it's it's funny how uh, 
I don't feel like we are as culturally aware of like sports stars or really any stars and like like fully everyone is kind of aware of them the way we were back like in the 80s and 90s like everybody like I knew who I I didn't watch a lick of basketball but I knew everything about Michael Jordan I considered him a huge celebrity and I don't think there's anyone that like that that exists in this day and age do you think that is because with the introduction, this is a cliche, like possibility, like the cliche of sort of like um, internet and more accessibility. There's so many of yeah, them. Oh yes, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's it's the same way. There, like, there's no TV show on the air right now that's as popular as as ubiquitously watched as like Seinfeld was, or right. even or like Office. Mash was. Yeah, yeah. Like everything, every, everything's fractured. You don't like everything's fractured. Like, there's no music that's as big as like no. There's never gonna be a musician as big as Michael Jackson was. Yeah, mm-hmm. or the Beatles. Oh, the Beatles. Yeah, and it's because we can all kind of like. Uh, you know, kind of go off into our own niches of entertainment or sports or whatever and like just stay there because of, yeah, because of uh, the ubiquity of everything now mm-hmm. that, uh, that yeah, they, like there's no reason for a Michael, jo- there's no way a Michael Jordan could exist in this day and age yeah. or the, uh, like, yeah, unless we all just culturally decided like we needed, we loved some new, some new athlete, but like who would that even be? But I don't know. But who's yeah. watching them? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, basketball and baseball are definitely not going anywhere. Yeah. But football seems to be on its way out. Or at least I hope. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other controversial subject of concussions and people breaking their backs. Oh God, that reminds yeah. me of a part in this movie that we need to talk okay. about. Oh, Hold in, on to that. In in Space Jam. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Space Jam, for our listeners out there that have not seen the movie possibly or have just need a refresher of what yes. it is, can you give them a quick like synopsis of what Space Jam is? Sure. Uh, Space Jam is the story of how Michael Jordan uh, Michael Jordan for a brief period of time was a minor league baseball player mm-hmm. and it's about how he moved from he he found his confidence again and got and stopped playing baseball and went back to basketball his one true love and the way that happened is the Looney Tunes needed him to help them uh, defend themselves from basketball playing aliens oh you did it it's a true story <laughs> you're making just the documentary alone yes. is making my head spin about this movie well, it, it is one of the weird things about Space Jam is that it capsulizes this very brief period in time like no one would remember that Michael Jordan was like a minor league baseball player except for the fact that it's like crystallized in the ember of Space Jam. Yeah when, when I was re-watching it I was like oh I forgot he did this yeah, weird yeah, thing. Yeah but no one will ever forget entirely because we have Space Jam. Yeah um and they sort of make a joke out of it. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. The Looney Tunes like really shit on his ba- basket, ba- his baseball career. Very much. So. Yeah. Great. Um, and then before we get into our open conversation about J- Space Jam, just John, why did you want me? Since I'm the first one here to seeing it, uh-huh. why did you want me to see Space Jam? I think. Uh, I mean, Space Jam's not good, but it is a very weird, like, it is a very weird cultural relic. And uh, if I can kind of, like, get into why this, like, I, I know we're, we're keeping the movie separate, but I think, like, both, uh, both Space Jam and a goofy movie kind of come from the same kind of like mid nineties thinking of how do we, how do we take these, how do we take these old characters and make them hip and cool and relevant again? And I think space jam is an example of 
that thinking gone wrong. And I think a goofy movie is an example of that thinking gone very right and made and did something very good with that. So I think they are kind of interesting to examine together. Um, and like starting with, yeah, starting with space jam as the like kind of weird disaster version of that thinking. A goofy movie had a better actor. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Goofy. I mean, yeah, I I, I don't want to, I don't want to veer too hard into, uh, yet into, unless do we want to, do we want, do we want to discuss both of them or do want to stick with space jam. i was trying to keep them separate and then i think at the end we can sum that up okay i think you're you're right like i think a hundred percent you're right like yeah. one they're the same air they come from the same period of i think time it was just a year apart era. goofy yeah. movie i think goofy movie was summer of 95 and space jam was like uh like winter of 96 so mm. they're they're about a year and a half apart yeah, and I do think it sort of also shows that maybe certain characters, even though they have their time in history and they will forever be known, there are some characters I don't think can really be updated. Updated, and then there's other characters that yeah. you can do that with. Yeah, that can like you can br- you can usher them into the new like audience or uh, I don't know what yeah make them modern but I don't think there's there's some that can't updated uh, both like updated or just like get, like occupy like an hour and a half of screen time like like the lo- like you know the Looney Tunes were like created f- of like for a very specific purpose to fulfill like s- these six minute shorts by like a very like specific like group of people and like I mean I, I'd argue there's ve- like you know I feel like the closest like there's that's ever come to like kind of recapturing the magic of that has been like like I think that early '90s like run of Tiny Toons and Animaniacs, mm-hmm. um, but those you know they stuck very close to the. I think it's both that they they you know they were create they were still creating new characters so they weren't they weren't adhering to these these weird like rules and and things that uh, that other artists created like a long time ago they were kind of forging their own path and still like but still keeping it like short to like the you know the and the 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 six to twelve minute shorts for sure um so yeah so like i just i think both and yeah like it's it's just hard to it's hard in general to recreate them the magic of the looney tunes and it's hard even harder if not impossible to like expand that to a full like hour to to a full hour and a half movie because they they tried again with like um with Brendan Lo- Fraser yeah Looney Tunes oh, back in yeah, action that's right like, about like five years later Jennifer that, Elfman was Jennifer Elfman, Elfman was uh, and it was directed by Joe Dante that's directed by Joe Dante who is a you know like a an old like old school like Looney Tunes acolyte and like if that's not that's not good either it's fun and I I, I also kind of enjoy it as a a weird artifact but it's not good I mean right. I- I didn't want to watch the one with Brendan Fraser because I remembered Space Jam. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I am not going to, no fucking way am I going to see a Looney Tunes movie. Yes. I actually think of the two, like, Space Jam is kind of the better movie. Whoa. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. Yeah. So I don't, I can't even compare. But I wanted to, real quick, because I looked up, like, after finishing it this morning, I was like, I got to look up and just see what the thoughts were of this movie. Yeah. At <laughs> oh, and the one that stood out the most, and I think it's speaking exactly to what you're talking about, Joan, is Chuck Jones's. <laughs> he thought it was a terrible movie. Yeah. But he has a great quote where I was like, oh, yeah, he nails it on the head as being a guy that's created Looney Tunes and did it for years. Wrote yeah. For it. Probably the best one. Yeah. And he says, and moreover, 
It wouldn't have taken him, and him, meaning Bugs Bunny, an hour and a half. Those aliens, whether they were tiny or colossal, would have been dealt with in short order come the seven-minute mark. Yes, I agree. <laughs> agree. Like, yes, yes, exactly. Like, the, the fact, like, just the idea of, like, the loony, of, like, Bugs Bunny needing help. Uh, to take on, yeah, is it seems oh, like almost antithetical to the char- to the character and what is appealing about him. He's yeah, like, Bugs Bunny, yes, is like this kind of like smart, like smart ass who can kind of like best best anybody, especially like giant fucking oafs who like are are like. F- are full of themselves. So the fact that they, he, he needs Michael Jordan's help to like play bat is is like crazy. No, he, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, you don't. He's been besting him. a fucking hunter for years. Yeah, yeah, right? and outsmarting a dumb duck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't know. So yeah, I mean, we could break it apart just for like. I had notes because I was like, I gotta take some yeah. notes. Did you have any thoughts? Oh yeah, before I gra- I, this was this movie. I was rewatching it. I haven't seen it since <laughs> I saw it in theaters, and I was like, holy. Sh- Shit, I did not realize that as a kid. This is such a propaganda film for, for Michael Jordan. Yeah, and Nike and oh, yeah. Because yeah. it starts off with um, a flashback of Michael Jordan as a kid shooting hoops in his home. And um, I think he's from North Carolina. Yeah. And um, you yeah. see him playing late at night and his dad comes out like, son, why don't you come in? And basically what the kid goes, I'm going to be an NBA star. And then he basically lists his career being like, yeah. I'm going to play for the Chicago Bulls and then I'm going to do this and this and this. And the dad's like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> it's so it's like the movie is trying to rem- the movie feels like it has to remind us of who Michael Jordan is but it's like no you don't movie like at the point in everybody knew who Michael Jordan was and and if you didn't why was like why are you seeing this movie and in exactly. case you don't they have a like a 6 minute montage of his career yeah um accompanied with a really fun pump up jam Okay. I mean, the, okay. Well, oh, yes. I love the music. This is what I love about the soundtrack. Real quick, two things before we jump into that soundtrack is I thought on top of that, I thought it was hilarious. I wrote down immediately when the the, the father came out and he was like, "You need to go to bed." Then he gave in to do him yeah. so quickly yeah. and let him shoot a hoop. But he's like, "Well, keep shooting." And then when, before I immediately wrote down, "Why? What kid dreams of college?" Because yeah. that's the yeah. first thing that gets like. I want to go to college. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, no. Any kids dreaming, if you're going to be a big dreamer, you're jumping to like at least college ball or like playing in the NBA. No, yeah. don't just say yeah. college. It's, always, it's also so like tonally inconsistent. It's maybe like the most tonally inconsistent opening scene of a movie I've ever seen that it, it like, it reflects none of the rest of the movie. Like, yeah. it's just mm-hmm. this insanely sincere, earnest scene between a father and son at the, at, the top of a goddamn like Looney Tunes <laughs> basketball movie. Yeah. And also, isn't it sort of unflat? Like it's sort of undercuts and it's unflattering to Michael Jordan. Cause even though he's known as the best player, it's like that took a lot of work. Yeah. And that movie's just saying, yeah, he, he had it all it. along. He got it. He had it. And yeah. it's also what's funny is the dad, how yeah. nonchalant he was. It made me be like, wow, I understand why they did this, but they couldn't have the dad be like a uh, Joe Jackson. Yeah. Being like, yeah, you're going to go to college. You better shoot yeah. till you're blind. Like you better and like the dad's just like, oh, oh, well. And I'm like, there's no fucking way. Michael Jordan had a chill ass dad. No. 
No way. It feels like he, like, I want him to, like, he should somehow have accident, like, accidentally contact the alien. I don't know. Like, some, like, yeah. something needs to have, something needs to connect that scene to the rest of the movie. Right. Mm-hmm. And I like and that he lived, does, like, in a shack. Yes. A, a yeah. classic Southern shack, but happened to have yeah. a basic basketball. Yeah. That's. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But yeah. there's no connective thread at yeah. all. But then we immediately do cut into this insane and choppy opening credits of like yeah. his career. Yeah. And this is where the soundtrack really begins. I mean, yeah. we have that song. Oh, well, I believe I, I can fly. Yeah, I believe I can fly. the very yeah. first scene. Yeah. But then it's, it's followed by the titular song, uh, the Space Quad, Jam. Yeah, by Quad City DJs. And it's a great fucking song. Oh, yeah. But here's the thing. I was looking at it and I was like, they play the entire song. Yeah. And it's like a four minute song and it's a four minute montage, which is, Insanely long. Yeah, it's like they're working so hard to remind, to tell you who Michael Jordan is. In case you forgot, that's like <laughs> no yeah. one forgot. Yeah, yeah. No one will ever forget. Yeah. Does it? Does the lyric say "hoop"? There it is. Yeah. It does yes. At some point, that made hoop, me laugh so yeah. much because I was like. Is. Hoop like whoop. Yeah. Also, I hoop. love the song structure that was so nice. He's like, "Hey, ladies, yeah." yeah. A lot of responding, yeah. like, "You Fella. made it. <laughs> <laughs> you ready to stop? What? No. Hello. You, you want to know, know why? 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 Yeah. <laughs> oh my god." <laughs> Call and response. Call response yeah. <laughs> Always works. That was, Always that works. That was a goddamn thing back then. This whole like let's uh, let's let's reach out to the audience and poll here. You ready to stop? Oh, <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, um, yeah. That um, I did by the end of this movie though hate that first song. The fuck. I believe I can fly. It, they played it so much that I yeah. hated it by the end. I was like, "Fuck this song," because they always used it in weird part. Like at the beginning, I'm like, "Why is this song already happening?" Yeah, because it's a song that to me is like a third act. It's song. an end credit song. That's, yeah. that's what it is. It's, it's an at end the beginning song. of the yeah. fucking movie, and I'm like, well, yeah. "Stop!" Yeah, and then they put it again somewhere else where I was like, "What?" At the near the end, and I was like, "Ugh." I want this yeah. song out of my life. That's, that's all. I got really excited when I saw Muggsy Bogues too. Yeah. Because Charlotte um, Hornets were my team growing up, weirdly enough. And it was mainly because Muggsy Bogues was a short guy that played basketball. Oh, Same he, with Spud Webb. He has the guy. worst line. I made what me think of line? you. I don't. Yeah. Because when he it? loses his powers or like he loses his talent, he's like, yeah. now I'm just some short guy. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, dude, there's a lot of short guys watching yeah. this being like, oh. Yeah. That was one yeah. of those. Yeah. Tonight. <laughs> body shaming was like body shaming was so much more like in in like the little nineties and two thousands and like in like animation like Shrek is one big like short joke. Mm, yeah, I like the, the message that not to veer into Shrek territory, but the message of Shrek is like be proud of who you are unless you're like a short asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Well, that was my. Did you see Trolls? Uh, I did see Trolls, but I, to be honest, I watched it at work. That's so okay. I was like, we watched it for this, and then the episode got lost. Unfortunately, oh, missing episode. Yeah, two, um, <laughs> lost and, to the sands of time. And I, I'm one of my big complaints is that is that there's like a grumpy, like a gray troll. Yeah, and everybody's like, "What's your deal?" And by the end, they it's like, "Oh, he has to brighten up and change." Yeah, and I was like, "Why?" Yeah, That's a bad message to me. It's like, yeah. why can't he be who he is and be accepted by all of them? Yeah. yeah. It drove, that was the thing that drove me nuts about that. Who, who wanted to watch Trolls? I'm just curious. I wanted to just because I was like. Oh, okay. That was like a one. No, it was yeah. a one that we just do together. Oh, gotcha. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And I, and I was weirdly excited to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, great. Keep going. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Michael Jordan's 
terrible actor. I I could just (laughs) I could already see the poor director holding his head in his hands, being like, "Cut that! Well, that'll do. (laughs) That'll do, pig. (laughs) That'll do. You get more out of a pig than Michael Jordan. Oh, Babe! Babe came out like the same year. It got nominated. Best pig. Yeah, best picture. (laughs) That's a great movie. Anyways, I love the Looney Tunes, but the thing I noticed, I didn't notice this until I rewatched it. I was like, they break character, like yeah, a lot. But I mean, that's the thing. Like the aesthetic of those shorts were like insane. Like mm-hmm. they broke character. They would break the fourth wall. Like it was kind of just like it was kind of just like here, like a clothesline for like a ton of gags. That's, that's exactly. Like, that's like hot. That's like not the way a movie works. You can't and you can't structure a movie that way. Yeah. yeah. The closest you get to that is Airplane. Yes. But if you go back and watch Airplane, they have a, a movie structure in it. Oh yeah. They literally took an old movie and went, let's just do this structure yeah. and throw our gags in it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did that. They attempted to do that with Space Jam, and it's in the worst ever. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so poorly yeah. executed. And Moron Mountain, it's in okay. space, and they call it Moron, Moron Mountain? Mountain. Well, that's the, okay. So, but that, that's what this is where like immediately like the internal logic of the movie like goes off the rails because it's like there's okay. So there's like uh, there's Earth. There's like Earth where like Michael Jordan. And and Bill Murray and his friend and the rest of their friends. Bill live. Murray being friends with Michael Bill Jordan, Jordan is hilarious. Yeah, that, 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 there are like a few like inspired touches in it, and just like yeah. Bill Murray being Michael Jordan's friend, I I do find funny. But okay, so you're on Earth with like humans, but then beneath the Earth, I guess, is where like the loot, like the, he because he gets pulled underground. Yeah, they, yeah. They, well, they first shoot the rocket because those what are, what are they called? The guys from Moron Mountain, Nerlocks. Nerlocks. I can't believe you do that because watching this. Yeah. I can't today. Yeah. Don't know their names. The Nerdlocks. I don't know if it's ever said in the movie. I think I just know that from like ancillary material. That's so funny. But they bring a when they come over to take the Looney Tunes, they bring a rocket and it goes under Earth. Yes, down to in a hole that's clearly there. Like it's not even they're digging. It's just no. like an open cavern and a big Warner Brothers symbol, and they yes. flash through into the Looney Tunes world. What you are saying yeah. is underground in yeah, the center so Looney, of the earth. Yeah, the Looney Tunes are underground. They're cartoons. The humans, but then there's humans on Earth. But then back up in space, they're cartoons again. So I guess it's we're like, in that weird middle. Yeah, it's just like zone. yeah, it's like purga- it's like we're it's like purgatory. weird purgatory. <laughs> yeah. You don't get to be a cartoon. Uh, and they flipped it. Yeah, like instead of like traditional, the 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 hellish world with those no. monsters is in heaven and yeah and the also, dudes are in hell then it's also like so yeah that's like so Danny DeVito alien who I believe his name is Schwackhammer his like scheme is he's gonna like get the aliens he, I'm uh, sorry he, he has uh, you know, he runs a theme park that's not doing well yeah like it, there's a really mouthy alien kid yeah. they're on a ride that yeah. crashes and th- this stood out to me so much that I Instagrammed it but this kid like he they fall off a ride because it breaks and he's like dad don't bring me here right and I'm like whoa kid what is like dad? Oh, I want to know more about that alien dad. Yeah, yeah that, that dad. poor. Like, don't bring like, me here, he right? Thought he, he thought he'd plan a really nice like day out with his son. Yeah, but, he's probably going through a divorce too. Yeah, yeah. Like, so like the limited One time weekend, he has. Yeah. <laughs> and, and but that that fucking kid was so rude. And then but then it zooms out because they're uh, they have security cameras that also capture audio. Yeah, <laughs> and the guy's like, this "One person's unhappy. Yeah, this place yeah, is falling yeah. apart." 
And then, but then, like, what? And so then his, he sees the, all the TVs accidentally in his office accidentally turn to the Looney Tunes. And he's like, that's how I'll, make, I'll like capture the Looney Tunes. But it's like, what was that going to be? Like, if he had succeeded, like, what were you going to see if you went to the theme park? Just like Six the, flags. Looney, the Looney Tunes <laughs> in cages? Yeah, it's like a zoo. Yeah, were they going to be putting on shows or were they just going to be like, it was going to be like a zoo? I feel like it would have to be yeah. a zoo with them for like like when you would go, you, either of you ever go to SeaWorld back in the day yes. yeah you know how they have like the 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 seal show or yeah the, the, that's what I feel like it would be it would they're be, in yeah. cages for a period then they bring them out and force them to do a <laughs> yeah. show I can't believe we're breaking yeah. down what, yeah. what, what would they the bring like. <laughs> and that's, would they bring the human I guess they because like it seems like Yosemite Sam and Elmer Fudd are like invested in this struggle as well but I'm like would they I was like would they bring the human Looney Tunes too like, I guess I guess I think all of them yeah yeah just, yeah. yeah, I think because they're part of that species of tune, yeah. so the all the humans would have to come too. Also, here's another. So here's another question. So like later, so this is jumping ahead later in the movie when we actually get to like the basketball game. Mm-hmm. But like, there's the core team of Looney Tunes that are playing basketball. Mm-hmm. But then there's like hundreds of other Looney Tunes. Yeah, there's some watching, characters I don't recognize. Watching, like yeah, and my, that's like my quite like you know. Are those Looney Tunes part of the deal? Like, are they or are they not like official Looney Tunes? Like, who go if 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 the aliens win and the Looney Tunes have to go to space? Would like are all those people like watching a, a game that's like if we lose we're slaves or is it just, just like a fun game they're watching? <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Yeah, because you shouldn't be. You should be very distraught rather than yeah, cheering. Yeah, uh, I think I think this is the simplest explanation. I don't think the people watching the tunes. I don't think they knew what was what at the stake. deal was. They were not informed. <laughs> yeah, I think were, I think yeah. for their safety, they were not told. Uninformed yeah. public. Yeah, or they were just like I. I always thought they were just like sh- the shitty Looney Tunes who were like they were like yeah. Well, they like they, I guess this is an occasion where it's okay to be an unpopular Looney Tune because yeah. they won't they won't take me to space. Yeah, yeah. and there's a lot of Looney Tunes. <laughs> that didn't involve any of the, yeah. the, yeah. the iconic yeah. characters. Yeah. Like I'm so, I'm thinking of like the first one that comes to mind is that cartoon where it's like two guys stuck it. I think Bugs Bunny might come into it at one point, but their main leads are two guys lost at sea and they end oh, up on yeah, an I island know, I and I think Bugs Bunny's then on the island with them. Yeah, I vaguely um, remember that. I think there's a lot of characters like that throughout the times. I mean, I recognize the mouse, the two oh, yeah, mice, yeah, announcer, mice. The announcer, mice. and then uh, the one mouse that gets smashed that's sent out oh, and, uh, yeah. and Dwayne Knight's like you're sending the mouse sneezer, yes. yeah he gets is he the one that gets drunk there's an old Looney Tunes where he gets drunk no. he looks like him I, f- I mean uh, there is there's like like Speedy Gonzalez is I feel like even more like was he there yeah he's in there yeah at one he's point. in there yeah yeah, this was I don't bef- think they were going to touch that. No, yeah. I think this was before. I think this was still at a point where you could do Speedy Gonzales, you could do Pepe Le Pew. Uh, yeah, although there's a, like I guess you can still do Pepe Le Pew. Supposedly Max Landis is writing a Pepe Le Pew movie right now. Movie? Yeah. Max, what, what Max Landis? Why? Uh, oh, it's like him getting his day in court, like Louis C.K. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I, I wonder if that is the Pepe Le Pew. That movie. would be. He, gets out, he like it's, to, it's like black and white. It's called I Love yeah. You, Pepe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! Someone should make that. That is that a is brilliant the fucking movie. Yeah. Like make it, Connie. Yeah. I will write this. Up. You need to write it. Yeah. You need to write it within the next week. Yeah. Yes. 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 Because uh, that is 
gold. <laughs> um, oh yeah, but the granny who owns Tweety, like she's not playing. She was a cheerleader. So, yes, yeah. So and she, the witch was a cheerleader. Oh the yeah, witch the witch. A, a lot of the girls were cheerleaders. The only girl playing was Lola. Who they created new for the movie. The sexiest, the, over-sexualized, the, sexy the yeah, sexiest yeah. creature that ever walked yeah. on earth, based on the other tunes' reactions. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Michael, I guess Lola's not his type because he's the only one not going Gaga for her. Wait, who wasn't going Gaga for Michael, Michael Jordan? Well, oh he's yeah, human yeah, too. He's, yeah, yeah. But every other species of Looney Tunes goes. Who's like, nuts. I want that bunny? Yeah. 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 yeah, she, her character was insane. Like, okay, first off, she moved a lot, like Jessica Rabbit. Yes, and um, she was wearing the tiniest outfit. Yeah, but then she has this weird trigger where she was like, she gets pissed off if someone calls her doll. Yes, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's weird. It's an old term. It's like, yeah, yeah. maybe that's what she. It was like old, like. Yeah, and but, I think they were trying to establish her like she doesn't need a man. You know what I mean? But but in the end, she and does. That's the only way yeah. they have. Yeah, exactly. They, they undercut her. it. Yeah, yeah. And she's all. They're all. Oh, and there's a part at the end which now would not be cool, where he grabs her and kisses her. Yeah. yeah. Oof. I mean, that that happens in both movies tonight. There's like. Max Max kisses uh, what's her name Roxanne without yeah Roxanne at the end without he sh- he should it's a little weird she gives him a she gives him a pack right no I'll we can replay okay, it okay. I'm gonna we'll pull it up and replay it. Okay. I think it's a little suspect <laughs> okay okay luckily she's into it but. He's a little. He's a little forward. Okay, we'll bring it up. Like, uh, but when we get to that, it's also, at the very end, right? Yeah, it's at okay. the very end. Bring it up. Um, but um, yeah. What else? Like, there was just. I mean, the movie is a mess. It's yeah. very boring. Uh, I don't even know how kids could get through it. Like, I kept thinking while watching it, like, who the hell are you making this for? Because who are the maniac like Looney Tunes fans wanting this? And who's think also I'll- coupled with? A huge basketball fan wanting yeah. to go see this fucking thing. Well, I mean, it started from those commercials. There were these very popular oh, like right. commercials where that's uh, like uh, Michael Jordan meets Bugs Bunny. So they were just like, well, why shouldn't these it commercials be a movie? It was a huge deal. They had toys at McDonald's that were like the yeah. the stuffed like nice yeah. toys. And I remember like I really wanted the Lola Bunny one, and I was super excited when I got her. <laughs> and it was weird because her waist was crazy tiny, which yeah. made her not a very functional doll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So crazy. But yeah, this movie. Okay, so before I knew that we were watching Space Jam for this podcast, I saw that Space Jam was on Hulu and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll watch it. So I started rewatching Space Jam and I stopped it because I was like, I, I don't I can't do this anymore. But it's it's yeah, it's weirdly boring. Yeah. Um, it, I don't like how the tunes break character and it's it, it will only work as we said before like in the short in the shorts yeah, yeah. and I think everyone only saw this once I yeah yeah um I also that one another part that always like w- like confused me was when Porky Pig says I wet myself and it's like you Chuck- don't wear pants you don't wear pants did you just piss yeah. on the floor <laughs> oh yeah and Chuck Jones said this about that yeah oh my god I don't know Chuck I- Jones is like my favorite <laughs> he says Porky Pig would never say, I think I wet myself. He was like angry <laughs> about it. Did he have a, do you, does he have a reason for that? Or it just says like, it was just fl- deeply flawed. I can tell you with the utmost confidence. Cause he just thinks how you wrote for those characters that yeah. he, that would never be the way it would be. I yeah. think he understood that humor and where it would work. Yeah. And mm-hmm. saw like, nope, this is not what you would do with these characters. And he was right. Yeah. There's a part where Tweety, 
um, beats up the huge monsters with kung fu. With yeah. kung fu, <laughs> yeah. and he's weirdly strong. He literally rips one of their faces off. Yeah, and it's... I'm just like, this isn't even Looney Tunes style. No. What's happening? No one's face ever gets ripped off. Yeah, and I and also I was so shocked that like. They were trying to do a classic story structure of like of a like an old sports movie of like yeah. we're not making it but we'll pull through and it's done in the most lazy dumb ways and then it like the realization is so weird because it was like wait the Looney Tunes who are Looney Tunes all the time all they do is apparently just sit around and do Looney Tunes yeah and they're wacky it <laughs> takes them at the halftime after being beat drinking fake gross water out of a thing yeah. that says supposed to be Michael Jordan's juice which I hated that's, yeah. a, that's a weird it. name Michael, Michael special stuff yeah special stuff <laughs> yeah, even worse than juice yeah special stuff and that makes like them just gym. not get better at basketball it. yeah it just makes them go oh yeah we could just do our Looney Tunes our, like <laughs> insane yeah oh I forgot we're, we're crazy like <laughs> physics defying like creatures yeah like uh, yeah like what that should have been happening the entire time yeah. or you should have been like made rules somewhere in the script where oh. it was like we can only we have to do real basketball okay. rules can, can we jump to like can we like jump to the end you can go anywhere you okay. want so like yeah so so that, but then that like is par- kind of parallel at the end when it's like oh like my the way the, they, they're like at the 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 final buzzer or whatever uh, like they have they have to make one more shot and they make it by like Michael Jordan develops Looney Tunes powers to like, so so he can stretch his arm really far to like dunk the ball. But it's like that's not been like a thing in the movie. It's like not one of the things in the movie is like the Looney Tunes have been like Michael, you gotta unleash your inner tune, and he's like, I'm like that's not a, I'm not yeah. a, a cartoon character. Like that, that 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 development has no emotional or narrative significance. It's just something that happens, and it's a short cheap joke yeah not even a good joke he looks at them and goes because i can't remember who does it before them somebody yeah oh it happens to the wayne knight yeah so wayne knight goes out to play and then wayne knight gets injured but then oh. the medic car the medics come out and they blow him up and with air and he oh, just yeah. like flies around and then he goes he's like and michael jordan's like how could you have done that because you're in looney you like you're in cartoon world yeah. or whatever and michael jordan goes with five minutes to go, you now tell me, and that's yeah. it. And you're yeah, like, yeah. come on, yeah, that should have been a thing in the movie. That <laughs> yes. should have been yeah. a thing. The whole movie, Michael Jordan yeah. should have been like, I can't unleash my inner Looney Tune. It should have yeah. been like Hook. Yeah, yeah. yeah. should have just been, yeah. been Hook. Be yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, get it back or whatever. Yeah, gotta get it back. Like, <laughs> maybe that is that how this. Maybe like it should have been like started instead of starting with Michael Jordan as a little kid. It's like he's a maybe he's a he he was originally a Looney Tune and he somehow escaped. Looney Tunes land, <laughs> and then he grew up and he like got adopted by humans. Uh, and he, and he grew, and that's then, the only way that Michael yeah. Jordan could have been as good as he was. Yeah, and then yeah. The, yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yes, that's yes, that's absolutely right. Ah, that's the so only way that yeah. funny. And then the Looney Tunes are like, "We need you back," and he's like, and he, and he doesn't remember oh. just like Hook. Yeah, the space yeah. should have been more like Hook. Yeah, been perfect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm thinking when you say that. Yeah. Also, um. There's a couple of things before because I think we can I think we get the just that we did. Yeah. This movie is mm-hmm. fucking a waste. Of, it's almost a waste of time. I think you're right. It's like an artifact for especially being like a thing of just like a money grab. Yeah. Like the true sense of a money grab, right? Like mm-hmm. 
Um, there were a couple of things, like you said, like the Bill Murray touch is actually funny. Yeah. And there was one thing I liked and I wrote it down was like when he, they show him playing, if you remember the scene, he's playing first time we're seeing him play baseball. The catcher is a huge fan of yeah. his. So he keeps telling him what he's going to throw. Yeah. And I think at one point he lies to him or not. Cause I think he gets struck or maybe no, he I think he like, yeah, I he, think it's like the joke is everybody hit. likes Michael Jordan. So and I thought that was a little game. fun game. Yeah. Like I thought that was so funny. A catcher that's so into the guy that's at bat that he's just going to help him. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad place for a character to start in a, co- like a, co- like a, in a comedy. Yes. Just um, not done to its best, the highest degree. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was great. And then, um, the return of Michael Jordan is so weird. Do you remember this? So he's been gone for Looney Tunes, but no one's known. No one's known, but they keep trying to tell us that he has to be to this baseball game and it's yeah. important. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they keep like Wayne Knight's still like, that's the only reason Wayne Knight's like, I gotta get you to that baseball game on time. And then they, they cut to like the baseball game where it was like, they're back to play and they're like waiting for Michael Jordan. And the kids' mom's like, because the kids know he's gone. Yeah. And the mom's like, where is he? He's like playing another game. Can't tell you. Yeah. But then the ship lands. And Dwayne Knight comes out and like makes a huge announcement for Michael Jordan. Another reminder of like who we've been watching, <laughs> yeah, yeah. which is insane. Yeah. And then go back. If you have time, go back on Hulu. I Maybe I should pull it up because we have access to it right now. Him coming down the ramp out of the spaceship looks like Michael Jordan's almost fell. <laughs> I haven't so noticed. I've never fun. noticed. Should that. we just pull it up? Yeah, we have access. I rarely do this. Wait, it, make, a, it looks like he's almost dude, what? He's gonna fall, fall down coming down the ramp. <laughs> it's so. I was like, that's funny. To I me. don't remember, but also, maybe I'm exaggerating. But I hope I'm not. While I'm bringing it up, I don't remember for sure. But I feel like like the, the ship like plows through the the surface of the base. Like, could they play the game at that point? Probably not. <laughs> Uh, let's yeah, I'm gonna pull this up real quick. Such a also, I do Space Jam. <laughs> what are you, Space Jam? <laughs> <laughs> I just accidentally. What are you, Space Jam? Is what are you? What are you, a Space Jam? <laughs> the audience has no clue. <laughs> Listeners know what we're laughing at at all right now. That's so funny. Oh god! The fact okay, that this so movie is like not even that long, and it felt longer than it. It also was. did any? Did you guys have this? It didn't look good. The colors yeah. feel uh, gross. Uh, yeah, it's not well shot. Because uh, um, the Roger, who framed Roger Rabbit, Rabbit, that's gorgeous. Oh yeah, it's an amazing. But like, it, like, but this for yeah, some reason the colors, the lighting. It, I was like, this doesn't look good. Well, I think one of the, I mean, one of the reasons is like Roger Rabbit. They shot everything on practical sets, and this is almost. I think all, almost all this was like green screen, and then uh, di- yeah, digital backgrounds yeah. comped in. They were like they matted the cartoons onto the already shot. Like yeah. there was a lot more planning, yeah. I think, in Roger. Right, yeah. And what's weird is like you brought up Roger Rabbit. It was like they had the simple idea that there was a Toontown, and it's like all they needed to do is come up yeah, with a simple idea yeah, for yeah. that here, yeah. and they chose not to. Yeah. Yeah. Like apparently they live. Oh, I, on, we don't need any sound for this. So this is what you like. Oh, oh. oh yeah. He's like really <laughs> he's like so sick like. Unsafe. It's like, yeah, he's like really take. I never noticed that, but he's really like taking his time and being like, uh, 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 oh like taking God. the tiniest steps down. The fakes, like, there's no, like, they could have just like, 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 it looks like the incline is really steep. They could have just lowered it and just like comped in a different fucking spaceship. <laughs> yeah. It was insane. I was like, he, is he, he's afraid. Maybe it was more of a, he's just, 
Why is he so afraid of falling? It doesn't look heroic. It doesn't look like he's like running out triumphantly. Yeah. It's like uh, no one questions it. By the way, everyone's just like Michael Jordan arriving in an underground spaceship. Yeah, and yep. that that shot is followed with a shot of his, the actor playing his son, giving him a thumbs up for a very long time. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and. There was like a thing they set up with the kid being bad at like having a hard time at baseball. And yeah. you think that the kid, like Michael Jordan is going to teach his kid to like be like, like be confident. That never yeah. goes anywhere. It's Mm-mm. just, nope. Nope. You could walk away going like, Michael Jordan's a bad dad from this movie. He neglected them to go do this thing within Looney Tunes. Yeah. Also, it was kind of weird that Michael Jordan, like when they, okay, when the Looney Tunes capture him to play for them, um, he's like, I need my gear. <laughs> was it weird yeah, that? Yeah. He's he, like, I, yeah, I need yeah. my gear. Like, he's like, I need my shoes. I need my uh, shorts. I need, I need my underwear. Yeah. And I was like, that's your one specific? Yeah. You just got abducted by the Looney Tunes to play in a space basketball game and you're like you guys I need my gear he's so he's also so with the first scene where he meets the Looney Tunes he's like so unfazed he's like Bugs Bunny you're not real yeah and then they like immediately accepts it and uh, yeah there should be so many questions yeah. so many yeah oh yeah oh and it was while he was playing golf another game he's supposed to be bad at yeah <laughs> so I'm bringing up Goofy movie it's uh, a good time to I, I don't know what's left I, to be said about Space Jam I don't think there is anything left like it's not watchable. It's really yeah. hard. Uh, I mean, I had to watch it in two little strips. Yeah, I had to watch it so in right sitting here. I'm, we're gonna start just with. We're this gonna start with this kiss. Contra- the controversial kiss. Yeah. So I think it's slightly on the. It's at least it's um, right it's in the line. Questionable. Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he's sad. Listeners, we're watching the scene right yeah. now. We're just. I'm probably I'm not going to edit out. this out. No, I'm not going okay. to. We're going to watch this last little kiss. So he's, so Max is telling, uh, what's her Roxanne. name? Roxanne. Roxanne that she, he lied. And oh. she's saying that she already liked him. He didn't need to lie. She's giving him all kinds of yeah. signals. Yeah, but let's be honest. You can't just take signals. You got to be a little more. I'm probably in the. I'm probably exaggerating. Let's find out. We'll find out. Uh, that, I guess that is semi because she went for a handshake. She went, and he for, went a handshake. for a handshake. Yeah, it wasn't. It like, but I. I don't feel. I feel like that's like. It's not like it's not like get. He's not like going to get banned from the community. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Hundred percent true. Yeah, but I do think we gotta be like Max. Max, yeah, like you gotta watch, like, it. Yeah. watch it. Like, yeah, I agree. Like, don't like, it, like she was giving, she was definitely giving him vibes. Yeah, but like in that moment, it was definitely like a handshake. Yes. It, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, great. So let's move into the Goofy movie. Uh, real quick for the listeners, give us the synopsis of the Goofy movie that they haven't seen it or maybe they need a refresher. Uh, uh, Goofy movie is about uh, Goofy who is a hardworking single dad um, who still treats his son Max like kind of a you know he, he still thinks of his son Max as a little kid even though he's he's clearly like growing up turning to a teenager like is developing an interest in girls uh, so um, and he's a friend and he becomes afraid that Max is going off on the wrong uh, like down the wrong path 
path. So he plans a father and son, uh, like cross country fishing trip for them, um, which happens to coincide at the same time that Max uh, is supposed to have a date with uh, this girl he has a crush on Roxanne so he tells Roxanne this lie that they're going to go see, that they're going to go actually see the concert in California and it's it's a, it's basically a road trip with Goofy and his son yeah yeah that's it that's a great quick synopsis yes. and um uh and then yeah I want to get to this movie uh but why did you want us to see this? Uh, well, I legitimately, I like love it. I love this movie. It's so uh, underrated. It's, it's so, uh, yeah. And it, it's also, I mean, it's definitely, I think it was definitely underrated at the time. I think it's definitely finding kind of it's, it's like spotlight now. I went to, uh, they, they recently, uh, for those of you listening, not in, in Los Angeles, Disney has a theater in, in LA. It's like an old movie palace. It's called the El Capitan. Um, and when they're not showing new Disney movies, they'll, sh- they'll show old movies. Disney movies and we went to me and my friend went to the opening night of the of like they did a week of showing a goofy movie and it was like packed with like it was full audience people like singing the songs uh, it was so much fun so like I do think the, there is an audience who's like who's like fine who who grew up loving this movie and if and are like finally like kind of like singing its praises yeah I think it had that Austin Powers thing where like once it got on VHS yes that's when it found its legs because I mean, the funny thing is, I saw Space Jam in theaters. I didn't see this in theaters. Yeah, I didn't see this in theaters, uh, but I saw it a bunch on VHS. Yes. Um, yeah, I and, never saw either at any point. I don't know why. It just didn't. I think I just it went missed. I missed it. And I think I mean I think it has like a lot going for it. I think as it, like first and foremost, I think it is a genuinely like good like father son story. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it ca- I think it captures in a very like for a for a for a like cartoon about Goofy it captures in a very real way like just the like kind of like a very awkward phase between like not just I don't want to say just father and sons but like parents and kids in general where you know you're embarrassed by your parents and your parents are, are like not quite ready to accept that you're growing up um, I think it, it does a really nice job with that um, so I love that and and kind of kind of going back to what we were saying about you know these both being kind of attempts to uh, recontextualize and and make these old characters cool. I think like they kind of they this movie does a beautiful job with that. It does a really smart job of of like they, they do a smart job of like making Goofy relevant by not trying to make by kind of like leaning into the fact that he is. They play him very real. They play yeah. They play they like they don't lose anything about that about the classic character, but they kind of like add this pathos onto it that make him feel that that like doesn't betray who the character was, but makes it like a little fuller. Makes yeah, it a he's fuller, very like, sweet. Yes, he's yeah. Very, he clearly very much cares about Max. There's genuinely sad moments in this movie. Yes, yeah. movies are, the moments where like you feel for Goofy. Yeah. Uh, I would say this um because I know that this became a TV show too. It was a TV show before this. Was it really? Yeah, Goof Troop, it was Goof Troop was Ooh. a TV show and then they It was a good show. Not, yeah, it yeah. was a really good because that's what one of the things I'm gonna say this. I want to get into um uh my thoughts real fast because I'm gonna tell you right now that I wanted to take notes on this and the reason I stopped taking notes is because I was like I just want to sit back yeah. and enjoy this good yeah. movie this movie's great yeah. yeah like I was blown away how good this yeah. movie was um, so immediately I brought this up and this is why I wanted to bring it back up to this is like I'm going to tell you this movie won me from the the title card I just want to play the title card yeah. for you again I one it's the classic Walt Disney pictures yeah. mm-hmm. which I love I hope that some anniversary they bring it back because yeah. I think this is 
gorgeous. It, yeah, I love it. Every yeah. time I see this old one, um, it's the flat. If you like the two D version, yeah. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, and iconic. I hate and, the, C, the new CGI castle. Like, it's like I'm too fine much. with it, but too I was much. like, bring this back, bring yeah. this yeah. back. But I'll, right here, the opening for a goofy movie, the title yeah. card is. Brilliant. We're playing it, listeners. Um, Pulled up if you want to. It's simple and it just it sets what you're in for. Uh, I love yeah. this watch. Oh, classic uh, yeah, titles. Uh, uh, You've seen these kind of. Is yeah, ah, yeah. You got it's a little me. funny that it's up. Uh, Walt Disney Pictures presents a movie, and then like they give you a moment where you're just like a movie where before they throw in Goofy, and you hear his yeah, iconic um, yeah. scream when yeah. you yeah. fall off something, and then smash in the, this new funky yeah. lettering. Yeah, yeah. perfect, perfect, yeah. absolutely perfect. You've set up, you've set me up for exactly what yeah. I'm in for. Mm-hmm. Um, that I honestly think this one. I you don't. I took a picture of it if you look on social media because I love. The this so much yeah mm-hmm. and i was like i'm already in i'm in i'm yeah. locked i'm here um, i'm here for it and i think like the animation quality is in this era that i loved where they it wasn't it was like in between it like you it's not cheap i don't yeah. want to say that it's not cheap there's a quality to it it's a little slightly off of like oh it's not yeah. a little mermaid it's not this yeah but also Television was still doing high quality animation yeah. right now. Like I think Goof Troop was high in quality. There was Tailspin. It was all yeah, part all of that, that Disney afternoon stuff looked really good. good. And before we yeah. ushered in the lazy animation, I think that I'm not saying all of it's lazy. Some of it's more just stylistic now. Yeah. But Disney and stuff left behind, like Maze now. Most yeah. of their stuff's just cheap. Looking. Yeah, I agree. Um, and like also, I mean, this was uh, this wasn't made by I think the the. Uh, the norm, the like, this was made by a smaller stu- Disney du- studio within Disney. I think it was called like Disney, like Tune or something. Tune Disney. I forget what it was, but uh, but it was like this. The idea was it was going to be the smaller studio that made like sm- like you know these smaller things like a goofy movie while they were putting like all this effort into like making the Lion King look beautiful. But like I think there's like a something. I like this kind of, you know, it's like you said, it's not cheap, I think, but I think there's like a, a kind of like an expressiveness and a like free and a kind of like almost like f- like a rubbery freedom of movement that you get with this, like slightly like, you know, less like, you know, less precious and like the, the, you know, the animation of Lion King is like very like everything, everything needs to be on model all the time. Yes. And everything needs to look per- perfect from every angle. I like that this gets like kind of weird and and we- looking sometimes there's the X like kind of very old, ca- old fashioned, like cartoony expressiveness. A hundred percent. And it lives in the world that like Goofy would live. Yes. Yeah. And I was wondering, did you guys watch Goof, Goof Troop? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. What did Goofy do for a living? Is it what he did in this where he was it like doing wasn't- the- it wasn't what he. It wasn't what he does in this. I can't remember what he did. I kept thinking like the way he acts and stuff. I was like, if I was to write this or needed to give him a job, I would just make him an old movie star. Yeah, I would be like, you're just like it's like you're you were part of these old movies. So now yeah. you don't do that anymore, but you're still your goofy self. And of course, your son is. Yeah, missed. I think they changed it to make it more relatable because yeah. he is supposed to be a single dad for yeah. sure and. For the most part, everything about that, because there's not that many single dad movies when you think about it. And um, I think that made it all really relatable because his job in this was that he worked. He took photos of babies. Yeah. And it was it's so sweet. And there's something so real about it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, this whole movie has this tone of like everything's middle class America. Very real. Um, And it felt 
like because that there because the thing is if he was a retired movie star like because this family the the goofy family they're like living on a budget for yeah. sure so i think that would take away some element yeah of relatability 100 percent agree I just meant like if I had that. T- I was just yes. curious. Yeah. If no, you're just like writing your goofy that. movie. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, but yeah, it's, I mean, you I'm know. not writing it. Yeah. Um. The, oh, I also. Uh, what's interesting is um, I don't know if you guys ever thought about this, but I I saw um, there's some theories online about this movie about how the Goofy movie is weirdly a uh, a movie about a black flam. Yeah, I've heard. I've read a lot. Like I. I I definitely read that stuff and it's definitely like, yeah, it's like this, this movie in particular, like really like respond like, like I, f- I feel like it's like, like kind of like middle class, like suburban black kids, like really yeah, like, because Max, like, yeah. like he want, cause when you think about it, the artist, there's a musical artist in this movie who I read online is, is supposed to be a mix of Michael Jackson and Prince. Yeah. Which totally makes sense. And his name has a great name. Power line. Powerline, yeah. Powerline. And the thing is like, um, the music, like, and uh, Max tries to emulate Powerline. Like he pl- he plays him in a, a school at a school assembly, a school yeah. assembly to impress a girl. And the thing is, like, the theory that I was reading about is like how Max is a black kid, but he's like a he's not a cool black kid. He's a dorky black kid. And this movie is about he's him. a Donald Glover. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, and yes. I think a lot of uh, like nerdy black kids saw this and were like, "That's me." Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yes, yeah. Yeah, and it's I like see that. yeah, and I was like, when I was looking back on it, it's like, yeah, because it makes sense, because like, and like, um, well, obviously, I didn't think that growing up because I'm not a black kid, but I was like, wow, that's great. Yeah, yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially in in a world where you're not being represented. Yeah, yeah, and then like on top of that, a single dad instead of a single mom, and they have a loving relationship. Yeah, and um. Oh, it's just, and then there's so much, so much '90s nostalgia in this. Yeah, but not in a way that's like in the way. No, no, it's just like there's little shout outs here and then. It looks, it it looks like the, it definitely like looks like the '90s. It looks like Paulie Shore plays a character. Yeah, Yeah, there's a 90210 shout out. Oh yeah, Um, yeah. He says, "Give me the 90210." Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, and then there's the part where they go to something that's supposed to be like Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. this old. It's it's great. They go to a possum like thing that Goofy used to go with his dad. Yeah, let's do it. And they were it's all park. chunky and stuff. And they were the best is they have a gag where they're wearing hats, but if they're just dead possums, they're <laughs> yeah. possum hats. It's silly as hell. And, yeah, and, yeah, and grotesque and funny. Um, yeah, but great. Um, and that's a very there's a very emotional scene with Max getting yeah. upset at that point. Yeah. Um. That that scene. Oh, I really responded to that scene of the kid because I was used to like my parents like loved like beyond an age where it felt appropriate like going to like stuff taking us to stuff like that. And I was always so embarrassed. And then yeah, like the way you when you'd be around like younger kid like younger kids and you I felt like you weren't supposed to be there. This yeah. felt weird. Like it's uh, like there's so many like spot on moments. You know what's weird that I'm realizing now um, is like I don't. Not that I don't. Re- I, I'm going to say I don't relate to that, and this is why. I was the reverse, I think, of that, and this is weird to admit, because I would play. I played with toys in my room 
beyond the age that normal kids would be like, I'm yeah. not into that. Yeah. And I would be. In, and I kept playing at a later age. I think I'd stopped playing toys when I was like 16 because I was just like, this is where I want to be. I loved being in my room. Yeah. Playing with my Star Wars and my Ninja Turtles and creating. I would just write stories, but yeah. they would just I wouldn't write them down. I would just play them out. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember at an older, older age, I wanted to go to those places because <laughs> it was just like that's it entertained me. It was fun. It was there's something about it. I can't find it. And I'm not, I'm not diminishing what you're saying. I'm just saying like, it's interesting that like, I think the majority is that. Yeah. And I, and my like was like, oh, I liked this stuff. You would have loved to have Goofy for a dad. (laughs) Yeah. I think you would have Goofy's ideal son. (laughs) Yeah. You would have been like, but then I probably wouldn't have turned out cool. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Um, that reminds me, this movie starts out in a way that's also so relatable. Max is in a dream. Yeah. And um, the dream, he's like, he's about to kiss the girl of his dreams, but then it turns into a nightmare because he physically starts turning into his dad and taking on his dad's uh, iconic. Laugh, yeah, yeah, and it's for him, it's a nightmare. And like, I think anyone like realizing you're turning into your parent who embarrasses you is such a fucking nightmare. And especially like if your dad's goofy because his teeth get yeah. huge, his, his laugh changes, his, yeah, big ears. Yeah. It's also like such like a wet dream sequence at the beginning. <laughs> like, yeah, like he's gonna, like, he's having he's a gonna sex fuck dream. her, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember I was watching this with my sisters, and my sisters like, "What's that girl wearing?" Because she's wearing a dress with like a high slit. Yeah. <laughs> And I love that the laugh comes out like it's uh, like a werewolf, like he's yeah. a werewolf. Here's something I want yeah. to point out that I thought yeah. was funny that I wrote down before I stopped giving up notes. Yeah. Stop writing notes because I just wanted to enjoy this great movie. Is that I was like, what does Goofy think of him having that Mike, Mickey, Mickey Mouse, Mouse phone? phone? Dude, Mickey Mouse is in this movie. Yeah, Mickey Mouse is also yeah, just like. He's in the yeah. audience. No, he's also him and he, Donald Duck Donald are, are, like, are like hitchhiking. Are hitchhiking. So it's oh, like, that's so it's the, cute. It's the world where Mickey Mouse is famous enough that like he's a phone, oh. but also he needs to hitchhike places. Yeah, <laughs> it's very oh. weird. But, but, but I just yeah. thought it was funny. Yeah, fun detail. Um, here's what I have to immediately say. And I wrote it. It was like one of the last notes I wrote down, and it's going to be a weird pitch. I want someone to adapt this into a Broadway musical. Uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure Disney will get to I it. W- and I think it would work beautifully. What? Immediately off the first song, I'm going, oh, I yeah. love this first song, and it immediately is good. This could be a Broadway musical. Dude, I- did you see the yeah. YouTube video of people? They reenact this? Like 100%. Oh, yeah, they did, and they did the full thing. It, like it on the bus and great. everything. That's amazing. Yeah. But it's, yeah, the, the music in this movie is also amazing. It's also fantastic. It's legit. I, I don't want to see it. And here's the thing. Is I don't want to see a musical where people are dressed up to look like the goofy no, people. Like they do a, I think you could just make a humans. Yeah. And it's called a goofy musical. But you could do this exact storyline. That's what they did with. Ugh. That's what they're doing with the SpongeBob. There's a SpongeBob oh, musical really? right now. But they're not like in costumes. It's just like they're they're wearing things. It's just humans wearing things emblematic of their character. Oh, that's great. Mm. Yeah. This needs to be that. I mean, the first song yeah. is so good. Yeah. I was like, it's, it it's, hooked me. It hooked me immediately. I, I, I was, this, the first song is called After Today. It's all about like how like stoked kids are to get out. That It's the last day of school. And I listened to that song like every like last day of school <laughs> from like, it. like all the way up until like the la- my last day of college. I, it's such a good, it, it, it captures just the feel of like yeah it's school's over it's freedom like yeah. so well yeah you're right it's right on the money it's yeah. it's a perfect opening song 
for a musical. I, and the, oh. side, the side characters in this movie are great too. Yeah. Like Roxanne has like a friend who's nerdy with braces. She's but a little she's, blossomy. And she's, yeah, she's yeah, wearing yeah. a blossom yeah, yeah. hat, which. And but she's, she's popular. also yeah, yeah, but she's also popular, which is great. <laughs> oh, yeah, clearly yeah. has money because she has everybody over for like for to film. watch the yeah. concert. Oh, there's, there's someone that a, like heckles her during her speech. That goes, talk to me, talk to me, baby. It's a Trekkie. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. It's, a big old yeah, it's like the Trekkies are sexually are sexually harassing, which is you know <laughs> yeah. before Big Bang. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. They yes. do it's that all the time. time. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I feel. Ba- I'm gonna say it right now, though. I feel terrible for PJ. Why? Yeah, that's, oh no, because he's like his life is bad, and he like never, and he has like no like resolution other than like his the only resolution to PJ's story is that like is that Pete is is uh, Pete who is PJ's dad. Pete is like shocked to see uh, Max and Goofy on the TV. And while he's in, if P and P PJ is cleaning, mm. his dad literally has a rolls a bowl and uh, a bowling ball, gets a, a split or uh, a, uh, and has one pin left, and then yells at PJ to come and knock it down. Yeah, and then he's excited about it. PJ gives him a high five, and then a PJ immediately becomes sad. Yeah, it's fucking devastating it's to watch. Really, yeah, PJ does not have a good childhood. No, wow. Um, it's it, it was it made me very sad. Oh, that's so strange. She, I did not realize that when I was watching this. This is I. Uh, I had a friend who used to be like obsessed with this piece of. Do you know guys, guys know what slash fiction is? Sla- I know slash fiction. Oh, oh, go go ahead. Slash fiction is is like is like fan fiction, but where you have two characters like hook up. And my, I had a friend who's a, who found this piece of slash fiction about oh boy. PJ and Goofy fucking that he was like obsessed with. Uh, so Goofy, the dad Goofy, hooks up with PJ. PJ. Yeah. It's like, it's like PJ is like looking is like, oh is God. like, is like miserable and, and like, and like finds like solace in the arms of like Goofy. It was, and my friend like loved showing it to people cause it was so weird. Oh my god! Wow! Oh wow! I have no words for. It. I really love the song. The other song, "Off the Road." Yeah, open, on the open uh, open road. Oh, oh, it's super cute. It takes song. place in the car, and yeah. you see them on a busy freeway. The whole number is fun. Like you're yeah. su- you're like this is this the is street. like the better version from that th- version in La La Land where they're yeah. singing on the freeway. Yeah. Oh, gr- I've never saw that. Goofy Moody did it first. La La Land. Yeah, yeah Sorry. Goofy Moody did Sorry. it first. Um, but uh, the whole structure of the, the, the father son back and forth yeah. is so good. Like you're really like he tells this and it has a classic thing of just he just is a lie. It's like yeah. a simple lie that yeah. really is harm harmless. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's but just like it's the, it's the fact that he's lying to his father. That's yes, like, is that like in line to Roxanne, yeah. mm-hmm. but like he changes the map. All of that is so good. Mm-hmm. But it's so fun. Like I love. The, I also love the middle sequence when they're starting to like bond, and it's like it's. Mm-hmm. I think it's so sweet when like Goofy does all the stuff that like Max wants to do. So Max is finally like, you know what? I'm gonna let let's do some of the, some of the like the like lame stuff. He takes him to the big yarn. Yeah, uh, yeah. Place. It's and so like, It's like the and it becomes this back and it's so nice. I also love. I also love the scene where they get pizza. In the hotel room because that was always something I loved to do as a kid. Like we order pizza, like we we get to a hotel like late at night and we just like order pizza yeah. right in the room. The mess in the hotel when Goofy comes back sad, yeah, because that's when fucking Petey uh, like tells him like your kid lied to you, and he sees the map. Look at 
Look how insane the mess is. Yeah. <laughs> there's like pizza everywhere. And Max what is like, sorry, doing? I'll clean up. What <laughs> like, were they doing? Oh, I didn't. I forgot that the room was a theme room. Yeah. It's like an underwater theme room. It had water beds with fish in them. Oh, God. And there's like anchors from the ceiling. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. It's also, Pete is running his uh, sewage pipe into their toilet. Yeah. So, it's like, so- all that water is leaking is like, that's leaking out of those pipes are like shit water. Yeah, it's shit water. It's yeah. gross as hell. Yeah. It's, it's like the, it's like when the only other sequence I can say that's like near it is when, uh, Cousin um, Eddie, yeah, in Christmas vacation. Oh yeah, like, shitter is full. Yeah, shitter is full. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like is <laughs> as bad as fucking cousin Eddie. Petey's a son of a bitch. Yeah, oh, yeah he Pete, is. Pete sucks. Like, oh, oh, oh look how sad Goofy he's is. So sad. He's like catatonic. He's, he's so sad. This, this seems, yeah, this. This has everything that a good movie. They has put so it. much weight on it, and yeah. it's just they play it so beautifully. Like seeing Goofy sad because he's so sweet and yeah. like they play it so real. Like he can't even look at Max. He's so heartbroken. Yeah. Like I forgot because like I was watching old Goofy cartoons the other day. Um, he's great because he's so expressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was this the first time Goofy had an actual voice voice? Or was there, oh, no, no. Or he's, had a, he, he's had a voice. He, he had a voice. Be- Goof Troop. Be- even before yeah, Goof yeah. Troop? In the okay. cartoon, he always had a voice. Okay. I probably just haven't seen a lot of those classic. I feel like I saw more Looney Tunes growing up uh, versus the shorts of Disney, to be honest. Oh, mm-hmm. Do you want to hear something crazy about Goofy's voice, though, for this Please. movie? Um, I, I saw the, at the opening night of that, of the, of the of this movie at the El Capitan, yeah. they did a Q&A and one of the stories they told is like, Mike, I think it was Michael Eisner, like, was, was like, f- concerned that the lead of the movie wasn't a star so i so they like made them like do a voice test with steve martin as the voice of goofy oh i heard that's about insane this. yeah that's so and they're yeah. like no it doesn't work yeah they had to they had but they had to like show him how bad it was to like convince him not to do it oh, like yeah. could you imagine that this movie like if like with steve martin, martin i like steve martin but no no no, no. no. It would not have worked. yeah and you're not like a goofy you don't sound like a goofy dad no. well, that's what i, I they, what you'd be I, smarmy what Ugh. they never explained was it was it like steve martin trying to do goofy or would have just been like steve martin's like voice coming out yeah. of goofy yeah, I don't think it would have worked. Either way. Yeah, because he has an iconic voice. And I don't know. Like, And he's the the person doing Goofy's voice is a great actor. Yeah, uh, and the same guy has been doing it for like years. Yeah, Billy years. Farmer. Yeah. I love the kid, Jason Marsden, who's the guy that does Max. Yeah, he's great. I looked up his stuff and I was like, oh, yeah, you're from all this stuff. Yeah. You know, Boy Meets he? World. Yeah. He did a bunch of voice acting. He was in something else that I was like, oh, yeah, you're oh, from yeah. this. Oh, yeah, I forgot he was like a kid actor. <laughs> he was, and he was Star Trek. He played uh, in Deep Space Nine. He was the character that ran the uh, the, the, the uh, casino. What was those guys called? Oh, the, the, the oh, my Quark. God. Quark? Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. Quark. <laughs> Frangy. He was a Frangy. Yeah, yeah he was, was a Frangy. I was like, yes. oh, that's wild. Yeah. He was in so much stuff. And he was like in a movie called Mr. Saturday Night Live. He played like a young Billy Crystal. I mean, he's and I like I like him in this a lot as Max. Max. I think he's great as Max. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, there's the only way that this conversation is going to keep going is just how much I thought this was great. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah, it's interesting because the person that does Max's voice in the movie is different from the one that does it in the show. 
Oh, really? That yeah. That makes sense. It's probably a higher budget. Yeah. Whereas they probably got away with like giving Bill Farmer a little bit and then he just kept doing the show and he probably was like, that's yeah. all I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's like, I, he's, he's, he's an on-screen actor on top uh, of voice. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, actually I think like, I think, I actually think these guys, uh, uh, these people who are like assigned to one character, like I know like, like the same person has been doing like Donald Duck for like for like decades right same guy's been doing goofy for decades they actually make really good money because they're like they're also like like disney like they're contract they, they have a contract that like they will always be goofy they will always be donald duck until they retire right wow. and they're like they probably have them locked in such a contract it's like you can't go do that voice for anything yeah. else just in case yeah we have to keep that voice in these in this canon this wholesome and so so on but yeah, here's, like to like you know, to kind of like I, I'd say I'm bringing it like back around to like both movies. Let me like, it, it, is there a way to take one of the like to take one of the Looney Tunes, like Bugs Bunny or any of the Looney Tunes, and like do for them what this movie did for Goofy, or is it just impossible? Is it just like you know? I think it's impossible. I don't think it's impossible because when you think about the shorts that Goofy used to be in, yeah, and then. But I think Goofy's a different kind of character that you could put him in this real world yeah. and make it work already. Yeah. Because the Mickey Mouse, they sort of are set up in those shorts. They live in ho- homes. Yeah. And they actually, there's like, even though he's a dog, it's like he he's personified as like a dog that acts like a human. Yeah. Whereas I'm not saying that's the other ones, but their, their shtick doesn't seem to... Re- yeah. To 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 make a Bugs Bunny that I'm like I feel for doesn't seem impossible. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't like, know. I'm sorry. The thing it's I, fine. The thing I mean, like I would say yes. All the Disney characters, even someone like Donald, are kind of like running on like empathy. Like you, you have empathy for the characters. Yeah. Like even Donald, who, Donald's an Donald's like an asshole, but like he's like a frustrated. Like you can empathize. He's, he's trying like, to keep his like, nephews. Yeah, he's like, like he's frustra- like he yeah. has so much pressure. He's like I have to take care of yeah. them. Yeah. Whereas like I feel like his situation. I don't know his backstory it feels like they were thrust on him yeah <laughs> whereas like all the like Bugs Bunny is really just like kind of a like smarmy asshole who never loses and yeah. like it's like if you take that away from the character that's not Bugs Bunny anymore but tolerating that like tolerating that for an hour and a half is not possible I think so yeah. I'm, I'm with you I don't think it's yeah I and I don't want it yeah, I'd rather have updates like Tiny Tunes that work really well. Yeah, than we get call like cameos from mm. uh, bugs. Yeah. yeah, like if a character's defining if a character's defining characteristic is they 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 like never lose, then like you can't really build a narrative around a character who never lose. Yeah, never loses. Mm. Yeah, and then that shtick does. When you try to do that, the shtick just doesn't really work yeah. anymore. Um, Did you ever hear about that insane? Uh, Barry Levinson Bugs Bunny movie that they tried to do in the nine they wrote no. in the nine Barry Levinson wrote a script for Bugs Bunny movie in the nineties where like Bugs Bunny like comes into the real world but when he does he he becomes Robin it's like he, be- he becomes a human and it was going to be played by Robin Williams so it was going to be like Robin Williams as Bugs Bunny in a like big esque movie it sounded insane they never had never that had, like, sounds but like a script too complicated yeah yeah. Because they've done the like animation into the real world thing with other characters, yeah. right? Yeah, like that's what the Bullwinkle sh- movie was. Yeah, and that's I mean that's I terrible. Didn't see it, yeah. but like, um, yeah. But yeah, I do think you know there's something about the fact that these the, the Disney characters are a bit like more empathetic. Like even like uh, like Don, like I said, like Donald. I think Don, who, here's you know what's weird yeah. like, when you brought up Donald and his like thing. 
he's like the Wolverine of Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Because when Wolverine works for me, like in the comics, it's him going like, I have this natural nature of being angry and violent, Yeah, but I'm trying, I'm put in a position where I have to fight against it. And I think that's what Donald works is he's like, he's really just an asshole, but like him trying not to be an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Like there's a, actually, I, I don't know if you guys have seen any of the new DuckTales, but like, I the, haven't, the, I've the, seen a few of them. The, have you seen, have you seen the, the one where they go to the, like the, the, the like magical casino? No, it's really good. And it's a Donald centric episode. Uh, and you know, it's, 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 I think it's the best episode of the series, mm-hmm. um, so far. Um, cause they make Donald such a, like, you know, a relatable, like, character but yeah. it's like the whole thing is about him like being fr- like frustrated with his lack of luck but it's just like yeah it's like he's frustrated and angry but it's like it's a frustration we can all kind of like kind of well, understand the, I, was, I read a biography about Walt Disney and um, I basically uh, the theories were that like there's Mickey and then there's Donald Mickey was supposed to represent Walt's good side yeah. and Donald was supposed to represent uh, Walt's bad side Ooh, the, the, the whole thing about losing your temper yeah. that makes total sense because yeah. the only character you ever see smoke yeah. ever and it was Donald yeah mm-hmm. And then the time you did that cartoon where he made his like nephews all smoke like a hundred cigars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so dark. They like die basically. Oh and, my like, God. Doesn't, doesn't, I feel like that almost ends with him like shooting himself. No, 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 no. I remember that. I remember that vividly. Like, okay. So he sees, find it, he yeah. sees that his nephews have cigars and then he's like, you, oh, you want cigars? Why don't you smoke all of them? And then it makes them sick. And then he looks at the box and it, it it's, he sees that the nephews have them because it was supposed to be a gift for him. Yeah, yeah, and he's—you see him physically shrink to the size of <laughs> yes, a bean. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, because he's really so funny. fucking sad. He's but, like, oh yeah. yeah, I do this. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so funny. Yeah, uh, I, they're great. I'd love to revisit these old. This makes me. This goofy movie made me kind of want to yeah. go back and like, what were those stories but, like more? Mm-hmm. Those shorts because like I don't remember there, them. A lot. Oh, dude, there's a bunch of old school goofy shorts where he's it's goofy but like a hybrid of goofy a human and it's hit there's one episode where he's trying to quit smoking yes, oh yeah. wow I don't think I've ever seen I've only remembered the sports ones as a kid it's, sports goofy and yeah. they they're re- great they weirdly play it very real Ooh. cause like he's like there, he's trying to quit smoking and, and then uh, there's a part where he turns to the camera and is like why can't I smoke I like smoking it's fun smoking and I'm like holy shit this You're is so real all of us that's goofy. so funny I love uh, it yeah um, um, let's rate them and then uh, so let's start with Space Jam we're gonna rate it we have our rating system Joan, which okay. is once Twice, multiple, meaning this is the one time you're going to watch it, you're done. Uh, uh, twice means, yeah, I'll watch it probably again. Yeah. And then multiples speaks for itself. If, if And are we, we're talking about like watching, watching, not like a friend throws it on at a party and it's funny to have on the Yeah, sometimes you like, can use that in the evaluation. Okay. Like I've said like, oh, I'll give it a twice because I think if somebody else threw this on, I'll give it a full watch yeah. with them. I think, uh, I, w- I, I mean, I think Space Jam is a is a legitimately watching it, not like it's your little friend's like ironic Space Jam birthday and it's like on the background. Uh, like Space Jam birthday. It's definitely a one. Space Jam is definitely a one. Right, Connie? <laughs> yeah, I could barely get through it the second time. It's a one-timer. Yeah, I, my first time watching it once. I barely made it through the first <laughs> yeah. time. It's yeah. a once. I never, I never need to see another yeah. frame of it ever yeah. again. Yeah, goofy movie. Oh, multiple. A goofy yeah. movie. Oh, I've already seen it multiple yeah, times. I'm going to give it a multiple. I yeah. loved it. I yeah. don't know when, I, but it, it, I'll watch it again you right can now. Revisit. It's a movie you can revisit. It's a movie. Great songs. If, yeah, 
if they, if you can ever have a chance, like I would. So after like so after like I don't know twenty years getting to see it on a in a full theater with a, a audience who was loving it, it was one of the most fun like movie going experiences I've ever had. Yeah, it was great. Oh, there's a little note I put in here. I forgot to mention with Goofy movie, the moving company was called Starving pets moving or something yeah. and I, I didn't know what that meant and i wanted to bring it up real fast you know, oh, like, I, get what the joke is there i once i it might have been a, a like a because like there's starving artist movers but i don't oh, know okay. there's i know there's a I've, they, I've heard an explanation of that joke but i can't remember what it is, is. it because pluto is technically a dog but he's Maybe. a pet i don't know i just was like know. it's starving pets moving that was very odd to me but yeah that's uh, multiples totally on yeah. that mm-hmm. um Great. This was a delight to do this double feature yeah. for the final episode with you, Joan. Yeah, start strong. Start uh, no, start weak and strong. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. Yeah. And you were right. I think they were great pairing. Yeah. It was a great double feature, especially yeah. for the, the reasons Bo- why. Both very emblematic of their times and like it's yes, one doing it right, one doing it so so wrong. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Like yeah. if you if I owned a theater, I would do this double feature. Yeah. Just for those reasons. Mm-hmm. Um but before we wrap up this episode, this final episode of the podcast making Connie sad. How many years, by the way? I mean, I started in 2014 very soft. Yeah. Very soft. And then I think I finally picked it up again in 2015, brought Connie on, had a wonderful time with Connie, and then I'm ending (laughs) it. Then we're ending it. Doesn't mean there's not going to be things in the future. Future, Keep a lookout. Yeah. Um, Keep a lookout, really. Um, I don't think we're... We're definitely ending this, but then we're not disappearing off the Mm -hmm. grid of podcasting. Yeah. but um, the one question we ask every guest, and you're going to be the last guest we ever ask, mm-hmm. uh, this podcast, of course, is about how we will watch anything once. Mm-hmm. But what we want to know, Joan, is what will you avoid and you, what do you not watch? And we want to, it can go as specific as an actor of just a movie or as broad as genre or oh, so forth. Hmm. What do I avoid? I don't know. Yeah, if like, what will Joan be like? I don't want to watch. I don't no want to watch that. Um, shoot, I can't think of, I don't, there's not a lot I won't watch, but. But, um, I'm going to take a second to think about this. Yeah, you can, yeah, I, can edit I, this I imagined okay. this would yeah. take you a second because yeah. Joan watches Joan, everything. Joan, you do watch everything. You're yeah, willing to I give it watch, everything a watch. I do watch. I, I try to watch. You should take over this podcast. I should just yeah. give it over to you two. Well, because she like has... <laughs> She hate watches stuff too. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, but I mean, like, there's so many times like, where Joan was like, "Bored by." What are you bored by? Well, yeah, what I'm, I'm trying to think like, what is something I'll see? And I'm like, I but that's like, I mean, maybe there. That, that's okay. If your answer is there's nothing I'll avoid. If you're willing to watch no. anything, you got you got us. You got us beat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. a great way to end. Uh, yes, <laughs> I, I want to end with that. Yes, there's honestly like. I believe in being like open to anything and everything. If you tell me something is good or worth watching, I will watch it. I as outside of like particular actors that I watch now, I will actors or directors. I won't watch out of moral for, for moral reasons. I will watch anything once. Great. Um, yeah. So yeah. And like, except like new movies, but yeah, I will watch anything other than that. I will watch most anything. I think it's a great note to go out on. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we have to be more open than that yeah. yeah, because there are things that are out there that will surprise you. Yeah. That's why it's fun to watch anything once. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's wonderful. It's a great note to end on Joan. Thank you for, uh, bringing a terrible movie and a wonderful movie into my life. Uh, uh, where if our audience want to hear more from Joan Ford, 
Plug, where can they uh, find you? I am on, uh, just find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram as Joan Haley Ford. Uh, and that's it. Joan Wait, Haley Ford. you're also, you're writing for DuckTales, right? What, what are you writing? I am not. I cannot say why. It's not. Okay, it's definitely. But you're a writer. I, it's definitely not Ducktales. But you're a writer. Uh, but I am a writer. I am writing on. Uh, I'm writing on some show on some. Animated oh, you're show. on the Nerdist. No, I'm. Uh, well, yes, you can find me. Uh, you can. I'm taking a hiatus from Nerdist right okay. now. But, you but can, you've written for Nerdist. I've written for Nerdist. You've I'm, written for. You're on a. Uh, you've been. You've written for Mod in the past, or you yes. currently are. Right? You're a director, a, a director now. You're a director for Mod at UCB. You have a lot of stuff. I have a lot of stuff going on. You're great. Yes. You're and funny. I'm you had a book. For, I had a book. Yeah. Oh, I have the book on my bookshelf. My book, Killing it. Killing it. You can get it on Amazon. Just look for Killing It by Joan Ford. And yeah, and I am currently writing for some shows that I probably. Won't be able to say what they are for a year or two. <laughs> that's still that's great. You're writing. That's so exciting. Uh, if yeah. you can, just look look up Joan. Just follow her. She's wonderful. You're gonna like everything she puts out in the world. I was in a show of hers called so Seinfeld, Seinfeld the Purge. Purge. Oh, I got to play an iconic so role. Yeah. My favorite character is George Costanza. I'm still going to try to convince her to do a, re- uh, a reunion yeah. show, <laughs> but so, who knows? That's yeah. my weird pitch. But. Hey, uh, that doesn't matter. This was the final episode of I Will Watch Anything Once. I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, it's been a pleasure. I want to thank you for having me be a part of this. This was so, like, for a good couple of months, I told people, I'm like, this is the only thing I'm looking forward to doing right now. That's touching. Well, I like having you on here. Well, because, like, like, oh, sorry, but, like, it's just, like, I love watching movies, but it's such a hassle to be, like, who's going to watch this or who can I talk to this about? And it was so great to like, not have to worry about that. Be like, Oh, I'm going to talk to Dave about this. Like just right away. already know that's there's someone that I could talk to about this. And like the way you talk about movies, like you, you're, you're, you're so passionate, but at the same time, you're not one of those critics that are like, no, you're incorrect. Like you would take yeah. other people's opinions, and be like, Oh, okay. That's another side of it. And so it was just so refreshing for me. And especially with this internet right now, like it's to have someone be like, Oh, everyone's opinion counts. And so it's just, yeah, it was such, I I found, I feel like I, uh, and started to enjoy movies more once I started this podcast. Well, that's very touching and I'm trying not to cry. (laughs) Cause that's, I, here's a saying that I stole. I went to a weird class for acting and like a kind of motivational, but also business side. And I walked away with one thing that I think I, I already live by a little bit, but this made me give a little more clarity is that nobody's right. Nobody is wrong. Nobody can be cool. Mm. And it's like, that's kind of was the mantra of the thing. But then I was like, take that into life a little bit more. Yeah. Um, Cause that's how I approach movies like, or any like, especially art. Yeah. We create so much right here. Yeah. And then we're, we're looking at other people. I love being passionate. If like, I love something or if I think that's dumb, mm-hmm. but if I don't sit and listen to you or Joan or whoever, I'm not going to, I'm never going to like understand the yeah. thing fully. Yeah. Like you have to trust your reactions and you have For to trust sure. other people's reactions. And, look, yeah. and be open to being open, you know. Yeah. Like yes. I think some, like some. Uh, I I love. I I really I literally love hearing why people love things that I don't. Um, and I love hearing why people hate things that I love. It's like the, it's the yeah, best. Yeah. 
That's why I will never read a review unless it's the opposite of yeah. what I thought. Because I'm like, I missed something then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if you told me, oh, I love this movie, but I didn't. Or if I, yeah. especially when I love a movie and somebody's like, well, I didn't. I'm like, please tell me why. Yeah. Yeah. What did I not catch? What did what did what did my candy coated eyes for the moment miss? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's always fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I had something else to say on that, but that I mean that is the reason why I like doing this. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to end it for now. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about for now. Forever. Still, you'll still be watching movies. Yeah, I'm still going to be watching movies. You just won't be doing it on the on the, on the the internet. Nah, there's going to be more things in the yeah. future. But that's it. Um, go ahead and like it on iTunes. Rate it. Review it. it. Just so w- on these final episodes, it goes... It goes through the roof. Why not? Yeah, give it yeah. a track record. Yeah. I know there's people that are listening right now uh, that I've talked to that I know you have not put a review on iTunes. Mm-hmm. I'm not shaming you, but I think that would be a lovely way to exit is to, to just hear your thoughts and let other people see it um, if you enjoyed the, the cast. Um, but, Connie, really, you were a gem on this. Um, you kept me in it, uh, or I would have probably just, instead of end it with even end it, I would have just... It would have waned. It would have faded. So thank you for being on board. Joan, really, you were a dream for the first last you. episode. I'm happy to close it out with you guys. Uh, this is going on forever. <laughs> you can follow the last moments at IWWAL on Instagram and Snapchat that we never use, as well as uh, Twitter. Um, if you email us after this episode, we're never going to respond. Even yeah. though I think there were some emails I have to address in an intro. That's going to be edited, not edited out. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to ramble on forever, but thank you again. And But also remember, if you haven't seen it once, you can't complain. I loved Force Awakens and I think that it set up so they could do Ryan Johnson could take it and swing he did he did he like definitely uh, like yeah I wonder like I wonder how much it makes me wonder like how much was like like kind of like figured out before anyone was like hired to write or direct like did like Ryan Johnson literally just get get to write whatever he wants or was there like stuff set up like you know that's a good question Connie talk to your mic too in um, regards to that I'm sorry I can't engage in this Star Wars talk I'm I'm (laughs) struggling when you're seeing Rogue One's terrible like oh god which one was that which one was that was that the one with the girl yeah (laughs) it was the one one with the girl there's more than one with the girl is that the one with the is that the one with the is that the one where they introduced BB-8 no no that's that, Force Awakens. That. Uh, this has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.